turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Um, before the break, I was talking about radicals and the uh, left. Uh, I knew very, very little about the uh, incoming press secretary for the uh, president. Jin Saki is uh, stepping away, and she's going to become a commentator on MSNBC. Now, a lot of people on the right are going crazy over that. How can she do that? She's going from the White House to the liberal news media. Well, uh, Kelly McInerney uh, is on Fox all the time, and uh, George Bush's, George W. Bush's press secretary, uh, is on Fox every night on the 5 at 5 o'clock, Dana Perino. So that's not unusual at all for a press secretary to go to a news organization that uh, more closely reflects the uh, poli- the, uh, yeah, the politics of the person that they work for. So b- big deal. She's leaving and uh, she's going to go to work for MSNBC. Okay, no big deal. But I knew almost nothing about her replacement. Corrine Jean-Pierre. Maybe it's Jean-Jean. I don't know. Uh, And I'm I'm not trying to be coy. I'm not quite sure how to properly pronounce her name, but I will find out. Corrine Jean-Pierre. A great deal is being made about the fact that she will be the first black press secretary for a sitting president. But that's not all. She is also the first openly gay person to hold that position. Now, I am being a little sarcastic here. You would think that they could have found a black transgender woman to be the press secretary, and that would have checked all of the boxes, but no. So she's going to be the first black and the first openly gay person to hold the position. And uh, this is very important to President Biden. Now, that alone, I, I would hope you would it would cause you to think. The sexual orientation of the press secretary is important. The color of skin of the press secretary is important. Is that where we have gone? Well, and the answer is yes. That's very important. Not whether she's trustworthy, believable, etc. No, she's black, female, and she is gay. 
Well, I did just a tiny little bit of research about the new press secretary, and there are some serious concerns. Yeah, she really is a radical. No, she is. She is a radical. Now, why is that important? Because the job of the press secretary for the president of the United States is just to tell you the truth. A radical will not tell you the truth. Uh, She has worked for MoveOn.org for quite some time. MoveOn.org is about as far left. It is about as radical an organization that you will find. She worked for MoveOn.org from 2016 until the 2020 presidential campaign. So she worked intimately for and with a very, very radical far-left organization, which means you're not going to get an unbiased, truthful individual reporting what the White House is doing. Secondly, she has a history of anti-Semitism. Uh, yeah. Um, she... Uh, She applauded Democratic presidential candidates for boycotting the annual American-Israel Public Affairs Committee. Now, that is a conservative Jewish organization, but it is a reputable Jewish organization. She said, and I quote, You cannot call yourself a progressive while continuing to associate yourself with an organization like AIPAC that has often been the antithesis of what it means to be progressive. So her political, her radical leftist political persuasion was much more important than the support of Israel. Third, She once said when Jake Tapper interviewed her back in 2017, and she was adamant, no one who has been accused of sexual misconduct should ever seek public office. Jake Tapper asked her, well, what if there was no real corroborating evidence and nothing has been proven? She didn't care. She said the mere existence of an accusation should disqualify someone from public office. Joe Biden was credibly accused of sexual misconduct by Tara Reid. Remember that? Here's the most concerning. She is married. She's a lesbian. She is married to Suzanne Malveaux. Recognize that name? She is a correspondent for CNN. Now, what is the position of this woman, press secretary? What is going to be her responsibility? To treat all of the press equally without discrimination. She is married not to just an employee of CNN— but a correspondent to CNN. Uh, Talk about 
talk about interference with your 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 objectivity, your bias. I I don't know why. I don't even I don't know why even the far left journalists are not screaming. This is a conflict of interest. I mean, this is a huge conflict of interest. She is married to a correspondent for CNN, and she's going to stand before the press every day, sometimes multiple times a day. (sighs) And then her bias... When Donald Trump was president, when she was working for MoveOn.org, she said there is no place for people of color in Donald Trump's presidency. She said, and I quote, Donald Trump put out a whites-only sign on the Statue of Liberty. She also said Donald Trump is a lifelong racist. Uh, Any evidence of that? No. She went on to say, if you are not white, male, straight, you will never work for the presidency of Donald Trump. Uh, She said that in an interview with Bill Maher on HBO's Real Time. She's a radical. She is divisive. She is far, far, far to the left. And I would imagine there has never been a presidential press secretary with an intimate relationship with someone in the press. It never would have it never would have been allowed. Not only would it never have been allowed by a previous president, it wouldn't have been allowed because of public opinion. There would have been such an incredible outcry. The the press secretary married To a member of the press? Are you kidding me? This is the uh, new presidential press secretary under Joe Biden. A a far-left radical. You really expect any objectivity from her? I think not. All right, final break. We'll be back. Wrap things up. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. A constant theme on this program is pointing out the difference between liberals and conservatives, whether it's political or theological, because there are many, many parallels between the two. Many. First and foremost is the attitude towards authority. You cannot be a liberal and really believe in true authority. If you are a liberal theologically, I promise you, you do not believe in the inerrancy of Scripture. 
if you believed in the inerrancy of Scripture, you wouldn't be a liberal. And if you are a conservative, you do believe in the inerrancy of Scripture. You cannot be a conservative and deny the inerrancy of Scripture. In the political world, the authority is the Constitution. You cannot be a liberal and adhere to the absolute authority of the Constitution as it was written by our founding fathers. You cannot be a conservative if you do not believe in the authority of the Constitution. In order to be a liberal and to put forth your agenda, your philosophy, your ideology, or whatever, you have to first tear down the authority of the Constitution, maybe by adopting the living Constitution dogma, which says, well, the Constitution was written over 200 years ago by a bunch of white Europeans. They had no idea what was going to be happening in 2022. They had no foresight, blah, 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 blah. So, some of the principles of the Constitution are good, some of them, But we can't take it. We can't take it literally. Every generation must reinterpret the Constitution to mean what we want it to mean, to meet our needs. Boy, is that on display with this thing about Roe versus Wade. Don Lemon's show on CNN And as you know, all of the CNN programs are just sinking terribly in the ratings. But uh, the other night, he had two guests, Ron Brownstein and Washington Post columnist Max Boot, both far-left liberals. And, of course, you know that Don Lemon is a far-left liberal. So they began talking about the uh, Supreme Court possibly overturning Roe versus Wade. And the very first thing out of the gate, they said, well, that's not what people want. Problem number one, the Supreme Court is not to consider what people want. The Supreme Court is not to consider public opinion. They are to consider the Constitution. What else? The Constitution. What else? the Constitution. So the first accusation from these three liberals the other night is, well, the Supreme Court is not doing what people want. Okay, well, that's fine. And then, to show the real ignorance of the Constitution, Don Lemon says this, that's what the concern is, that it's going to lead to other things, that it's a slippery slope. Listen to this quote from Don Lemon. Why then, for conservatives, is the Second Amendment sacrosanct, can't be changed, but Roe versus Wade is not? Now, to all of you, you immediately said, well, what, 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 what do you mean? One is a law, the other is the Constitution. The Second Amendment is actually a part of the Constitution. Of course it's sacrosanct. Roe v. Wade is a law. 
How did it become a law? Because the Supreme Court declared it to be a law back in the early 70s. And yet Don Lemon and his three guests clearly displayed their disdain for the authority of the Constitution. They actually equate a law with the actual Constitution itself. They're not in the same ballpark. They're not in the same neighborhood. They're not in the same universe. But this is the thinking of the liberal left. I am more concerned about the liberal left theologically because they are attacking God's Word. But the liberal left politically is also dangerous because they are attacking our founding documents. Both very dangerous, and both need to be exposed. All right, folks, uh, this is Mother's Day weekend. Uh, Please honor your mother. If she is living, find a way to tell her you love her and appreciate her. Whatever you got to do. If your mother is no longer here on this earth, honor her memory, please. All right, folks, have a good evening, good weekend, be in a good Bible-believing church. And wherever you go and whatever you do, please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern.